It's the Stack Attack Fantasy Podcast, your one-stop shop to dominate fantasy baseball and football. Come get some. And yo, baby, yo, here we go. Let's start the show. It's the Stack Attack Fantasy Podcast. It's your week number two waiver wire and preview episode. I'm your host, Jeff Trella. With me as always. Oh, this is I'm the, there's no chance of me getting this right. Yes, my brother from you another mother. <laughs> Trader Andy's in the house. How you doing, bro? What's going on, man? What's, how you doing? Uh, same old, same old, same old. But we're we're in a different uh, setup here today because the man of the hour is the birthday boy, uh, Mister Mimi. What's good, Woo. man? How you doing? Doing Do you good. Spend your, spend your birthday doing laundry again, huh? No, I got Nancy's Townhouse Pizza today. It's good enough for me. All right, I have no idea what that is, but what did you just say? What townhouse you, pizza? How do you? How have you lived in Middlesex County and you've never tried that? Ah, uh, never. <laughs> All right. Well, we got I'm this out. thing I'm called, called Pizza Time. <laughs> what bro. the hell's I'm going out. on, man? Pizza we're lo- time we're losing disaster. viewer. We're losing viewers quickly. <laughs> All right, guys. As as we have. Uh, as we've said, we're going to spend the rest of the month um, mentioning and promoting for our boy, uh, Reed. The rally for Reed is coming up in another two weeks. So please read the crawl on the bottom. I'm not going to try to say the name. Uh, sorry, Diana. I did not study your cliff notes that you sent. I'm going to still <laughs> go with Jamiroquai. Uh, but you could Venmo to this family at hello. My name is Reed, R-E-E-D. Please help anything you can. The amount of time that it takes you to set one of your uh, waiver wire claims for tonight, you could have Venmoed $1 to this family and helped out. So please, we really appreciate it. If, uh, if, if you take that extra step and take that moment to help out, please. All right. We always start our show up top with a victory lap. Birthday boy, what do you got for me? Uh, Fishbowl victory, Warrior Bowl victory. We good. We good. Yeah, me, Hot start. me too. Me too. Hot start. You want to just do Andy's crash and burn that he outscored both of us in fishbowl, but still lost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, I did outscore both of you guys. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. One fifty nine here. Yeah. Uh, our uh, uh, friend of the show, Mitch, uh, gave me a nice little ass beating. I put up one hundred ninety seven points. I uh, reached out to him on Twitter today and said thank you very much. Uh, he put up like two twenty four. So. Um, I, I'm good with the results, so. All right, cool. Cool. Is that your your uh, your victory lap up there, Andy, or you don't got uh, one today? So you're no, too busy no, licking well, your well, wounds. No, um, losing is is not a, a victory lap, but uh, you know, just you know, de- me and you not dealing with any home league uh, crap. It's uh, just a win right there. Win. Not, dealing, <laughs> not not dealing with these uh, petty owners that don't pay attention and just team no fun. You guys are no uh, fun. Ah, you guys horrible. must be a blast at birthday parties. Uh, so I get to focus on uh, DFS and uh, my industry leagues, and then some uh, baseball articles I have coming out next month as well. So carry on. Beautiful, nice. Nick, anything else you want to cry about? You want to you want to rant a little bit? Yeah, I do. Uh, right, bring it. I. Home leagues, 
I enjoy them. But, um, That's hilarious. I put up on my work league two hundred dollar buy in one hundred and thirty two points. I had Darren Waller, Ceedee Lamb, you name it. I lost by five points because Aaron Rodgers and the Packers defense combined for three points, and that was like a one sixty point team right there. And now I lose. And it's I was talking to my neighbor about this. Fantasy should be head to head. Or it should be maybe they take the top five or top six and give them a win too. It's like a take, playing two games a week, so it's kind of giving some people an advantage, but aggravating, frustrating. I'm th- I think I'm going to go zero and sixteen now. Well, right. me and you did not talk about any of this, and where our things are, you know, intertwining very much because uh, my crash and burn actually was uh, my cash game builds starting with the man bun himself, Aaron Rodgers who uh, totally destroyed me. I just want to run up to him and cut the ponytail off, and I feel like he'll be better. Uh, and people are going back to the well t- this week with him. He's going five touchdowns against Detroit. Yeah. No, Okuda. Okuda's yeah. done. So, Monday Night Football yeah, in Green no Bay. Kidding. Yeah, five you said that. You, yeah. you said that perfectly, Nick. Absolutely, 100%. All right, Andy, yeah. make sure your phone's nearby because you're already turning Max Hamm on us over here. We're probably going to lose you. Am I really? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're spin you're spinning and not winning over there. All right, so Nick, let let's start uh talking some waiver wire. And there's yeah, one yeah. there there there's one big name out there that's not such a big name, and that's Elijah Mitchell. So why don't yeah. you uh you know we we saw uh Mister Most Hurt get hurt once again. So what you did there. Where where are you at with this? So Mostert's done for the season. Um, he's injury prone. We were expecting something potentially to happen. Uh, Trey Sermon was the guy. He was being drafted rounds eight, round nine, redraft, right on the Michael Carter territory, and surprise and active. Um, Elijah Mitchell, Jamichael Hasty come in there. They're the running back two and three. Hasty does steal a one-carry touchdown. Um, Mitchell was a star. He crushed it all game long. He's a sixth-round rookie. So he is in favor. I mean, 19 carries for a buck four and a touchdown. It's pretty damn good. But I I, I don't know. Uh, if you need a running back, I'd go for it. But I'd pump the brakes a little bit on this one just because we don't – it's a Kyle Shanahan offense, and they like to intertwine running backs here and there. Next week, Sermon could be active, and Sermon could have 20 carries. Jamichael Hasty could have carries. Jeff Wilson's on IR. He's a good you know, flyer you can put you know, on IR or something. If you really need a running back, 40, 50% is going to have to get Mitchell. I'm not going higher than 30%. That's just me. I wouldn't do it at all. Um, I wouldn't go that high. You you, you guys know how I am, and I, I'm the king of uh, – I, I, I just can't follow the herd, and I have to be the contrarian and go the opposite of what everybody else says. Trey Sermon was inactive because – they because Elijah Mitchell had a role on special teams and he was forced into this role mm-hmm. uh, as a lead back because of most hurt getting mostly hurt. And <laughs> Trey Sermon is still going to have the same role he had. Mitchell might be a step in front of him, but it's only going to take one big series and it's flip flop and it's right back. Yeah. So I wouldn't really be in on this. I, I really like, if anything else, I'd be, I, I'd, I'd be the one stashing Jeff uh, Wilson right now, thinking maybe maybe he'll come back into that Mostert role and Sermon's still going to have the role that 
was now, expected. So here's the thing with Jeff Wilson: you have to pay attention to your leagues. There's a lot of teams you can add straight from free agency to an IR spot, and if you're able to do that, Jeff Wilson's a great candidate for that. Yeah, definitely. I can't. I can't hurt that. Guys, uh, we're starting now. This is our our own YouTube channel, and we just got this started. This is our second episode, so we really appreciate if you hit the like and subscribe button as much as you can, please. Um, I, I've been told that the Facebook has kind of crashed on us right now. It's not really streaming properly through Facebook today. I apologize about that. That might have something to do with it. Uh, I don't know. It looks like uh, the internet is not being the, the biggest fan to me and Andy. So we'll see yeah, if, well. If, if we're in there, we're in there. If we're not, we're not. We're sorry about that. We'll drop the link back in for you to rewatch it. If you were trying to check it out, but you can see it on my Twitter feed. I do believe. Right. But please, no matter where you're watching it, hit the like, hit the subscribe, give us that retweet. We really appreciate that. We're building, building from scratch here on our own channel. So your support is needed. So, so Nick, you're saying uh, kind of not necessarily stay away from Elijah, Elijah Mitchell. If you, if you had Mostert, apparently you're definitely going to be getting yeah. on him. but yeah, on a, in a league where if you have, if you have three, four competent backs, I wouldn't go crazy on them. I mean, obviously if you're in the middle of the waivers, like four five, six, you're not getting them. I'd throw a shot on them, but for budget wise, I'm, out of 120 30 bucks maybe i'd go tops and all i right. would still pump the brakes on that because i think sermon i mean i'm being biased because i drafted sermon all over i think sermon's That's gonna come into sunday and have, produce take it back yeah yeah not, not even take it back even if it's a 50 50 split backfield that mitchell price is going to be overinflated. <laughs> i would not have mitchell if it's a 50 50 backfield you want if you're going to spend 40 50 percent of your fat 100 people are going to do this week uh, tonight You'd want a bell cow. I'd rather hold that money for a star that gets injured and a backup gets elevated or something to that extent. Yeah, I can't disagree with that. That's like, I'm uh, sorry, you go. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I was just trying to think of, uh, say, like Austin Eckler, his hamstring completely tore. I hope that doesn't happen because I drafted him in 8,000 leagues. Larry Roundtree would become the top ad everywhere. Miles Sanders, if something happens to him, Gainwell, who I am actually a big fan of this week, would catapult to that top and be well worth your money. Yeah, yeah, definitely. See, the the one argument of, of in favor of not necessarily Mitchell, but any player going kind of deep in 30 to 50% mm-hmm. is if you look at your fab dollar spent per week on your team, there's no better time than preseason or week one to spend that money, right? Yeah. Yeah, you'll because, be aggressive early sometimes. Right. So if, if there's 17, 16 more weeks co- coming into play and you drop $32, you're only spending $2 a week on mm-hmm. uh, on Mr. Mitchell. So that's not that bad. So I really wouldn't look at it as really a, a flop if, if it fails. You yeah. only really spent $2 a week. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. All right. Let's move on. Talk about a couple more running backs. Uh, the one that I, I actually drafted a lot and I'm going to sound like a crazy person because I'm down on him now versus before, even though he had 26 carries is Mark Ingram. And I've actually reversed course, even though he's going to be one of the hot waiver ads. What do mm-hmm. you think about Ingram? I mean, they played the Jaguars and the urban Meyer, you know, pros there and they absolutely crushed him. And just because of the game flow, he had 26 carries uh, Lindsey Burkhead, David Johnson had 15 touches between the three of them. So Ingram had 26 touches, but he was only on the field for 45% of the snaps. So he wasn't even on the field for the majority of the time. 
Um, I didn't think he had any catches in the game or targets. Right. So in games that they're going to be losing, he's not going to be seeing the field. Just because he's off the field 55% of the time, you're going to have Lindsey, you're going to have Johnson, Burkhead. They're going to be seeing the field more than him. So I, it's an easy fade for me. Right. Andy, I know you were a big Ingram fan back in the day, but it's just a different situation being that kind of back, you know, you know, on the Saints where you're complimented by by Kamara, on on the Ravens where you're complimented by Dobbins. He's just a grinder and a goal line guy, you know, and a grind it out at the end. Do you, you in on him at all or, or you kind of think that this is fool's gold? I think it's just going to be wind up being like a three or four headed monster there. I think uh, a lot of people are going to, they're going to go with the hot hand each week and some people are going to have a roll one week and some might not the next week. So just tread lightly. Yeah. I, I think they're going to be the crappy new England Patriots. <laughs> right. And they even got sexy Rexy there in the fold, which, which adds to it. So yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm out. No no Ingram for me. I did draft him in a few places just in case that this happened. I had a feeling that there was a chance he might be a featured back. But once I saw the game flow and how it came out, I, I just think he's going to end up getting over overbid on this week. 100%. All right. Uh, Cordero Patterson, a little bit confusing here. I, I, didn't watch the, I didn't watch this game, but apparently he lined up in like – four different positions and was on the field quite a bit. So mm-hmm. where are you at with Cordero Patterson? I know Andy, you're looking at uh, how many dollars to spend on him in your fishbowl league, right? I like him. I, I you know, he, he does everything. Uh, gives him more chances to stay on the field and possibly get more touches. And, you know, on a, a team where, you know, I lost a couple of running backs, you know, he, he fits in there pretty nicely. He could, you know, one little injury to Mike Davis and boom, he's, Oh uh, no! It's not. It's not going to be Wayne Gallman season. Oh my God! That's all we heard. That's all we heard. Oh not, my God. Not, not from this site. Oh my God! <laughs> all we heard. That's that's hilarious. All right. I, yeah, I'm out on Cordero Patterson unless you're in like a, a a five point per reception kind of league or something like that. I don't know. Something crazy. Yeah, I need him as depth. As depth. You know. I, yeah, I lost, definitely. Lost definitely. He's, but he's the kind of like Nick was just talking about fe- people that would fall into feature backs. He's nowhere yeah. near that whatsoever. He, if if there were if there was an injury to Mike Davis, it, Patterson would rarely see only very little of an increase. He would stay in the exact same role, and the, the carries would spread out elsewhere. Mm. You know, I, I'm pretty sure of that. All right, James White looked to be himself this this yeah. week. Yeah, you know we've seen seasons with Mr. Brady where James White was a was a running back one, a top twelve running back in PPR formats. So we think we might be back on that um, on that plane again. Well, the thing with New England is uh, Ramondre Stevenson his first carry fumbled. Damian Harris had a crucial fumble. Um, Belichick, Jonas Gray. I keep throwing that example out all every time I can. Jonas Gray had some fumble issues. Or he, no, he uh, overslept his alarm. And Belichick yeah. thinks he cut his ass. So I think James White has his role. Six target, six catches at seven targets. PPR. Right. PPR machine. Right. I hear you. Um, jo- Josh, we, we already talked about Elijah Mitchell. Uh, we're, we're kind of fading him a little bit. Sorry. There's somebody in the chat asking a question of us. Uh, we're, we're not going up to 30%. Listen, listen back 
back to us. Uh, you can reach out to us on Twitter and Facebook, and we'll go over it again for you. Save your um, money. Save yeah, it. definitely. <laughs> definitely. Uh, the thing about James White that I noticed, and you know I'm a Dolphins fan, so I watched every minute of that game. Uh, Mac Jones, you know Don't how they've been it. comparing him to it. Tom Brady? Don't say it. Don't say it. I know he's not even close to Tom Brady, but the qualities that they compare are very, very similar. His pocket awareness and his ability to get out of trouble is ridiculous. Like he looked like Tom Brady in the pocket, just knows when it's coming. And white is always going to be there for the dump off. This guy's not going to take many sacks. He's going to get the ball to James white in, in that scenario. And now that, that's how Tom Brady made his money. <laughs> so I, I I think it's going to be there. I think that's that's going to be a solid role, man. And I I can't disagree with anything that you said. What about Alex Smith? He's dead. No, no. Alex, <laughs> no. I mean, like, yeah, I, I heard comparisons about um, Mac Jones being like more like Alex Smith, oh. the pocket awareness, being able to uh, get out of the trouble and dump off and. Yeah, I can see that. So, so. Yeah, I want, yeah. I want, I want to compare him to Tom, Tom, <laughs> Tom freaking Brady. Okay, let's just compare him to. I compared a right. particular trait right. to that of Brady only right. because he's with the same coach, <laughs> and there may be a similar result <laughs> as far as James White is concerned. All fame. Okay. No, no. All right. <laughs> All right. The ne the next back we want to talk about on the waiver wire. I w I already told you this guy was going to pop off, and he went and. Did it and everybody's pissed. What are you doing, Urban Meyer? But it's Carlos Hyde, man. The guy's gonna play. He 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 had the 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 uh major snap share, and I think it's not gonna change that much. Game flow is important. We did say that. Um, but and they're not gonna win too many games, so Hyde's gonna be on on the field. There's not gonna be opportunity for James Robinson to grind it out all that much. Disagree. Ooh. Disagree. You're hoping to disagree. Uh, I'm, I'm telling you, they're gonna. It was a bad uh, game flow last week. I, it's yeah. always going to be a bad yeah. game flow. The team's terrible. Yeah, they're going to be behind all the time, and they got to keep Hyde on the field to protect the quarterback. Their investment from their bad offensive line. That's what mm -hmm. it comes down to, man. Robin Robinson's a great runner, man. He's one of the best in the league, but he can't do the things Carlos Hyde does in pass protection. So he's not going to see the field as much. He didn't touch the ball until the second half. Right? That's, All right. Uh, it was concerning. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be picking up Carlos Hyde for fantasy. No, but. No, I, God, no. It, no, 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 no. Right. It, it, it's reason to it's pause. It's frustrating. For, it's reason to pause on Robinson a little bit. And he was supposed to be the start of the week. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I was all over him. In I had him as my start of the week. And yeah. Urban Meyer destroyed that. Yep. All right. I, I'd pop it up on the screen, but Andy, how about you give us one? Moron. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Kenneth Gainwell looked good, man. I like him. I like him. This, good. This, is, this is the guy I would target my top waiver. Right. Did, really? You'd, you'd put him over? Not over, not over Mitchell. Not over Mitchell. He, it would be a close. He's like a 1B for me. Right. Just because I, I think he has more season-long potential. I think Mitchell offers that short burst. I think Gainwell can be season-long value right there. Um, San Miles Sanders didn't impress last year. Boston Scott was non-existent. Uh, Gainwell, 37 carry, uh, thirty-seven rushing yards and a touchdown on nine carries, two catches. He played it all. I think he's going to be the guy if Miles something happens to Sanders. Right. The, the only thing is 
I wouldn't recommend dropping too many dollars on Gamewell right now. No, because no. They, they, it, it, even anything more than like five bucks because they play the 49ers next week and he's likely to, to uh, lay a little bit of an egg. And if somebody outbids you over that five, they're likely to cut him again next week mm. and then you get him even cheaper. This so I, I would keep your bid under five bucks. If, if, if you get him, great. If not, the guy that beat you and paid that money is going to end up waving him next week because he's not going to pop off. Yep. Makes sense? Yep. Cool. All right, Nick, I think one of your favorite stashes this week comes out of New Orleans and the Chargers. Yeah. Which one of those two do you like the most as a stash? Uh, um, you could like them both the same. I do like them both. I'm going to say Roundtree just because um, with Eckler, uh, he didn't have a catch at all. Um, you could definitely tell the hamstring wasn't 100% in this game. Uh, Roundtree, he was the main guy. Uh, Justin Jackson had one carry. Jo- Joshua Kelly was non-existent. Uh, Roundtree had eight carries. Um, it's clear, and I've been—I mean, I've been touting him all summer, saying he's the guy. He's the guy. He's on my fishbowl team. Um, he's the guy. He's the backup. If Austin Eckler's hamstring were to reactivate something, he's the one we're adding. Um, and then you go to New Orleans, where Latavius Murray was cut. Tony Jones was elevated, and. Um, Tony Jones had 11 carries on Sunday against the Packers. Double-digit carries. I think right. that says enough right there. All right. All right. Makes sense. All right. Let's 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 slide over to the wide receiver position real quick. Let's go out to Denver, Denver. where we saw Mr. Jerry Judy get hurt. What's he, They're saying four to six weeks he'll four be out. Six. Yeah, yeah, it sucks. Right, so four to six out, and then you're worried about him in this in the fifth or fifth to seventh, whatever that might be. Mm-hmm. The first one back, so you're getting uh, what a good a good six or almost two months mm-hmm. out of Tim Tim Patrick on the field quite a bit. So is this, this somebody that you're buying in on? Gonna have to. They're gonna need somebody outside. I mean, it's either Patrick or KJ Hamler. Um, Hamler was a wide open touchdown drop away from being the top waiver receiver ad. Um, Tim Patrick had a pretty good season last year. He was on my fishball team too. He did me very well. Uh, caught four passes, 39 yards, and a touchdown. I think he's the outside guy, and uh, I think Hamler slides on the inside. So I think Tim Patrick does have value. I mean, okay. Bron- Broncos paying the Jaguars, and they're playing the Jets in the next two weeks. I did see a nice connection. It seemed like there's a, a nice little bond going between Bridgewater and Hamler. Uh, Especially them hooking up big time in the the uh, preseason. Oh, that was locked actually through that too. So, um, but he, he he's getting open. Uh, he he made a drop, but you know I, I think Hamler has a lot of upside. Mm-hmm. Right. Nice. All right. So let, let, let's move on to some other wide receivers now. Here here's the other thing too, is we identified early early in this off season how deep the wide receiver pool is. Yeah. So if you drafted well. Even in this new role, you probably have five wide receivers you feel better about than Tim Patrick on your team, right? 100%. This is a, this is a deep league game. Right. None of these guys are guys that I would drop anybody I drafted for unless there's an injury or something to that extent. Right. All right. Well said on that. Absolutely. Yeah. We're, we're, we're talking mostly 12 teams and above. In, in, in the, and I, wanna, I just want to clarify, too, 50% rostered. Uh, somebody asked me today why I didn't put Debo Samuel in there. He's eighty nine percent rostered. Uh, right. We're going guys that are not usually on the waiver. Well, 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 that's the thing. What do you think of when you see Debo Samuel is eighty nine percent rostered? Like, 
my first he should be he should be rostered what, what kind of ding dong league is those other 11 percent right yeah well yeah you Why just found somebody agent? that plays in one of those <laughs> so <laughs> yeah i mean there, there's eight team t leagues eight team leagues out there and 10 team leagues so they're definitely going to be a little bit thinner but those are mm -hmm. your roster is mainly an all-star team in that kind of league so yeah yeah all right cool so uh, let's move on to the Cowboys, widely available. Uh, Cedric Wilson, any interest in that with the uh, injury to Mr. Gallup? That's another deep league ad. Um, Gallup's out three to five weeks with the calf injury. Uh, Wilson elevates immediately. He only had three catches on Thursday night, but I believe the injury was late anyway. Um, he's a dart throw. If you're in a, if you're desperate, if you're in a, like a fishbowl, a warrior bowl, and you just got to take a shot, why not? Dak looked good. He was still, he was slinging it all day. Right. Per personally, my take on it is that you're going to see more targets to the two tight ends rather than an increase for Cedric Wilson. Wilson will be on the field a little bit, mm -hmm. but I, I I think this is more of a win for Blake Jarwin than it is than it is for Cedric Wilson personally. Yeah, I can see that. All right, I want to go to the Colts for a minute, and we're going to start with Andy because I want to see him get pissed off. <laughs> 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 it wasn't Paris Campbell. No, I always get burned, man. Fucking, freaking Zach Pascal, man. Come on, man. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me with this guy? I actually yeah. tweeted F you, Pascal. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, every year, I, I like it's the first game of the year. Like, last year, it was like, oh, we're gonna crush Paris Campbell's gonna go nuts. Yeah, sure. And then he got hurt. And then there goes our uh, FanDuel lineup. Same thing this year, uh, this week with uh. You know, Pittman. My, my cashman, my, my cash game lineup, you know, Rogers, James Robinson, Michael Pittman, crash and burn. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Oh. All right, Nick, Nick, do you, do you have a feeling? I, I have a feeling and tell me if I'm wrong, that people are going to pick up Pascal and then next week they're like, why the hell did I do that? Yeah. Why the hell did I pick him up? He got two catches for five yards. Right. Drop his ass. It, it's, it's, <laughs> So easy pass, but if you're playing in a 14 team, 16 team, maybe even I would possibly look at him. Pittman and Campbell are the guys, and then T.Y. Hilton never gets out of uh, glass. He'll be back eventually. Right, I agree with you. All right, let let's go to the Rams real quick. Um, oh, Nick looks old now. <laughs> what I do? Uh, I don't know. Pigbird said you look old now, so I'm tired. Yeah, it's past my bedtime. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about Van Jefferson for a minute. What's your take on, uh, on Jefferson's performance the other night? Stafford liked him. Stafford was a big fan of him. Uh, three targets, 80 yards, a touchdown. Uh, Woods and Cup are obviously the outside guys, and Jefferson's not in the middle. Uh, Deshaun Jackson's there, but he's like 50. He's old. Not me. Right. Uh, but no, I think Van Jefferson's a slot man. I think he's a good. I think he's a good option there. All right, I I don't I I think this is more of a dynasty stash than anything. And wait, you know, yeah. I was watching that game. We we had some coin on the game, especially on the over. So I was excited by that play. But the the def nearest defender was laying on the ground. Like yeah, you 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 got it. Like both of Stafford, and and that's the one thing about. Overreaction after one week. Mm -hmm. Everybody's saying Stafford MVP, Stafford MVP, Stafford MVP. 
He threw two touchdowns, and both of them, the defender was laying on the floor. Like, <laughs> nobody even tried. The Cooper Cup touchdown, he, there was nobody was within, like, open. 20 yards. The Robert like, Woods one was nice, but the first yeah. two were, were slam dunks. Right, right. So so that's it. I mean, Jefferson burned the guy. He broke his ankles. He's laying on the ground, so it was uncontested. And then in on the next series, he tried to force it to Van Jefferson twice unsuccessfully. Um, it looked like he was interested in him, but I think he got a little tired. He's like, all right, that didn't work. So I, I, I would tread lightly. Don't think that this is uh, – you know, the next Justin Jefferson or anything like that. It's nothing mm. crazy. It, it's not going to repeat itself like that. We're not looking at 60-yard touchdowns every single week. Right? No, 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 no. Right, right. All right, so I couldn't make any sense out of the Arizona Cardinals whatsoever what's going on here. <laughs> By far the most four-wide sets in all of the NFL. They By need far, it. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they need it. So what's your take on – just the whole wide receiver. Obviously, uh, you know, Hopkins is Hopkins. He's a Hall of Famer. What about the rest yeah. of the wide receiver? Court? Yeah, so Christian Kirk, um, he he was underperforming last year. Um, he showed up on Sunday. Five catches, seven yards, two touchdowns. Um, he did good. I don't know if he can keep that up, though, because last year, you know, showed as he couldn't, but we'll see. I like Rondell more and more. Get it more and more. Um <laughs> I'll see myself out. He brought in. Thank you. Uh, he had four catch. He had four catches, five <laughs> targets, sixty-eight yards. Um, I see Rondo Moore as a Debo Samuel uh, type on the offense. Seeing some jet sweeps, seeing uh, a lot of good stuff. Four series sets means he's always going to be out there. Um, and he's right now got QB one behind him. Yeah, no doubt. See the thing. The thing that worries me about the whole situation is that I always saw. Christian Kirk as a natural slot receiver who was blocked by a Hall of Fame slot receiver in Larry Fitzgerald. And I always thought that he was going to get that opportunity to step in. But when A.J. Green got brought in and they drafted Rondell Moore, I'm like, oh, this doesn't make any sense. Kirk must be on the way out. I guess Mm -hmm. he didn't develop. But he played in that exact role this past week. And look at what the hell he did, man. He popped off. Did very well. you know, I, I don't know. Andy, I'm starting to worry about your boy, AJ. It didn't look good, man. It didn't look good. It hurt a couple uh, of my lineups. Uh, well, I uh, also said that I wasn't going to play him in uh, any of my leagues because I just didn't know what the role was going to be. But I think long term, I think he's going to get his touches. And he's going to do pretty well. But, you know, my, uh, Kyler's going to move the ball around and spread around. So, you know, it's going to be one of those things like it's going to be Hopkins and then one of these other guys is going to have a good game. Hey, it's not hey. Gonna... look at the price that AJ Green didn't hurt himself, so he's into week two. Oh, man. Yeah, but when you're a DFS player, you want them to hurt themselves if they only get four four PPR points for the week. It's <laughs> like you couldn't have at least tore your hamstring while you're at it. So I don't know. All right, so let's talk about Mr. Terrace Marshall Jr., man. This is a guy I really liked in the offseason. I didn't get yeah. enough of him. Uh, look pretty good, huh? Yeah, he had six targets from uh, Darnold. So he didn't have a big stat line, something over 20 yards. Like I said, not a big stat line, but uh, he was involved and he's out there consistently. So he's yeah. somebody that could pop off and be head right. cheap. Yeah, see, that's something I look at more than the actual stat line with a rookie yeah. is are they on the field and are they being targeted? Because mm-hmm. it'll work itself out eventually, right? Yeah, six targets. Yeah. 
Right. Six targets versus, you know, Van Jefferson with two targets and, you know, just caught a long touchdown. So mm-hmm. who's going to, who are you going to run to the waiver wire for? I think Terrace Marshall's a, a, a better, better prospect and a much better player. And to be honest with you, like, call me stupid. I think this guy has wide receiver one written all over him. I think that's, that's in his future. Yeah. I, I think you're looking at a future, uh, like third round fantasy pick. So. Oh, 100%. And I think he's going to I think he's gonna show that. Uh, him and Rondell Moore, my two favorite uh, waiver ads this week, and they weren't even the top dogs. Right. So I, I, I like them. Both going to be studs. All right. So let's talk about the NYG for a minute. Sterling Shepard. Mm-hmm. Uh, hell of a game. Hell of a game. He's always looked like he was – he was Danny Dimes' favorite uh, target, and that says certainly didn't disappoint this week. That says a lot. <laughs> but my concern, my concern with him is um, Kenny Galladay, Darius Slayton, um, Tony, f- future bust, Kadarius Tony. Um, <laughs> Ouch! Can he keep? It, can he keep it up? Can he consistently get these target shares? That's the problem. And can Danny Dimes throw the football? Can't okay, stay on the field. He's, he never stays on the field either. Right. All right. A couple of dart throws, like absolute dart throws. Tell me which one that you're into. KJ Hamler, you mentioned a little bit, but yeah. what about what about Danny Amendola? Uh, isn't he like the kicker for the Jets now or something like that? That's a 66-yard bomb. Yeah. Bomb. Yeah. Dude is jacked. All right. So Danny Amendola, KJ Osborne, and Nelson Aguilar. Who are you interested in? I'm gonna say, well, I'm gonna put Nelson Aguilar as a one there because he is the number one receiver in New England. No, he's but, not, uh, bro. No, he's not. No, Jacoby, bro. Jacoby Myers. Jacoby Myers. Jacoby Myers. The stat line doesn't show it, but he was unguardable in this game. You they were. Yeah. The the Dolphins were in a soft zone the whole game, and by the second half, they're like, yo. Z, X, get over here, man. Xavier Howard, man, you got to get on this guy. He was unstoppable in the first half. And then once they made that switch out of that soft zone and went up to man, that's when Nelson Aguilar started to have that game. So Yeah, and even taking Nelson Aguilar out of this, I liked what K.J. Osborne did. Um, I think he cemented himself as a third receiver in Minnesota. He um, nine targets, 76 yards. That, that's pretty impressive. I mean, wow. yeah. Chris Herndon had zero catches as a starting tight end there. Shocker. Shocking. <laughs> um, Dalvin Cook is obviously a threat out of the backfield, but Justin Jefferson and Thielen are the top two targets. Then you have Osborne. Uh, Osborne was a 2020 special teams guy, I believe it was. So Wait, he was came it, out of nowhere. Was it one of you guys that said that Herndon was going to be a, a tight end one now? Oh, no. Oh, it wasn't on this show. Okay, got it, got it. It definitely was not on this show. <laughs> no, no, I will never say that. <laughs> Right, uh, zero catches, outstanding. I have him in fishbowl too as my twenty-second round pick. Can, can you change that for us, please? <laughs> that might be a uh, that might be a cut tonight or to tomorrow. <laughs> if you're getting cut in a tight end premium, you got issues. You suck. <laughs> you suck. All right. Well, while we're talking tight ends, let's just stay there and go back to the quarterbacks at the end. Make them all wait for what they want. Um. So. Couple of couple of uh, good looking prospects out of this out of New Orleans Saints, Juwan Johnson. I actually gave him out as a DFS play this week, and he went yep. off for what two touchdowns, right? Mm-hmm. Um, at minimum salary, I didn't use him enough, or I'd be your rich friend right now. Uh, 
And Adam Troutman actually led the team in targets. So, Nick, yeah. sort this out for me. So, Troutman, six targets. Jawan Johnson, three targets. Nine targets. Winston completed 20 passes. That's almost 50% of his passes going on tight ends right there. Um, Jawan Johnson had two touchdowns. Troutman had no touchdowns. Uh, we're looking at a Cameron break, OJ uh, Howard kind of situation here. You have absolutely no idea what you're going to get. You got to stream one. Juwan Johnson's the red zone guy. Troutman might be the middle of the field guy. It's a crapshoot, but they're definitely going to get looked. I guess they took all of uh, Marquez Callaway's uh, catches. Okay. Yeah. yeah he, well, well, listen, listen. Let, let, let's let's talk about the Callaway play, right? Um. So yeah, he had he ended up getting shadowed by Jair Alexander the whole freaking game. Uh, he was still a good play in DFS at $3,400. The result wasn't there. We only needed nine PPR points from him. We didn't get there. You know, we saw the connection in the in the offseason. There's a great matchup. I'm going right back to him. I will explain why uh, in deep on our Friday DFS show, but Callaway is a huge, huge, huge contrarian play this week, and I will be all over it again. I will still start him in my fishbowl lineup this week, and I will be getting 15 to 20 PPR points from him. Thank you very much. Watch that happen. So, so Nick, if I'm reading through the tea leaves correctly, you're saying buy on Troutman and just kind of sit on Johnson, right? Yeah, I think Johnson's, uh, I don't know, more of a, uh, whatchamacallit, he's a tight end. He's a red zone guy. I think Juwan Johnson will get real value if Troutman were to get re-injured or something. Right okay. now it's just a, right now it's a cloud of mess. All right. All right. Uh, what about Jared Cook? Jared Cook was a favorite of mine all offseason. I wrote about it a lot. Um, Sunday showed why. Five of eight targets and 56 yards. And um, the Chargers offense historically favors their tight end. Hunter Henry, Antonio Gates. So Jared, I mean, I'm not putting Jared Cook in the same conversation as Antonio Gates, but target share is there. Mike Williams had a big target share. Keenan Allen's a monster. Jared Cook's next. All right, so so let's check this out, right? Let's think like a DFS player for a minute. So who was the big-name tight end this week that went off that everybody is clamoring about his back, his back, his back? Oh, I, my God. I'm, I'm as back as they get on him, but hear me out. Hear this Great. out. Give me, give, give me two minutes to talk. So, yes, I did say Gronk was going to get 10 touchdowns this year. And, yes, he got two of them already. But what I saw out of that wasn't, wow, wow, Gronk, right? As a DFS player, I saw the other end of it. I said, wow, Dallas is a sieve to the tight end. (laughs) That's what you got to see. You don't look at the player. You look at what the defense gave that player. And guess who plays the Cowboys this week? Jared Cook. So we're going to talk about him quite a bit more. If you're streaming <laughs> tight ends in your league, he's a boom play this week. He's going to go off. He's going to have a big game. If you're a DFS player, Andy and I might have something to say about Jared he's Cook later on. Cheap, very cheap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom. All right. Uh, next tight end on the board, uh, we got we got two basic zeros here that both had good games. Uh, Farrell Brown, who I did mention in DFS, as as a as a play, I don't. He didn't get in the box, but he had a couple of couple of catches. Obviously, paid paid value easily. What, what did do you remember, Nick? It was like 
I think five for sixty or something like that. Farrell Brown, four yeah. for sixty-seven. Okay, so he he paid his minimum salary off easily in DFS. Yeah, uh, you know if he, if you have a tight end premium, he was worth playing because he gave you uh, what like fourteen points in in that type of setup. Mm-hmm. Uh, and O'Shaughnessy from Jacksonville, same thing, man. Good game. Either of these guys worth having moving forward? Is there any shot at one of these guys turning into a top 12 tight end? The um, Well, Pierce Farrell beat up Brevin Jordan. Maybe he's a starting tight end there. Who, who knows? That team's a dumpster fire. I don't know. <laughs> I would probably say he's the guy to go to right now for now. We'll see what happens next week. All right. All right. Definitely. And uh, the Jags, rookie quarterback, Trevor Lawrence. Maybe Sweet Prince throws to his uh, – his safety blanket. We don't know. All right. I, I'll give you a minute to talk about the Jets then. What about uh, your boy, Tyler Croft? Tyler Croft, I know you right. both like him. Yeah, Croft and Griffin got some carry, uh, touches there. <laughs> That's all you have to say about yeah. it. He see, got touches. See, he touched the ball. He touched the ball. <laughs> oh, see, uh, when Zach Wilson uh, wasn't on his, uh, on his ass, yeah, he touched the ball. Safety blanket. Yeah, he's going to need that safety blanket getting a second to throw the ball. All right. All right, let's go over to the quarterback situation. Uh, there, there shouldn't be too many situations that you're really looking to pick any of these guys up this week. You should have somebody, but like, it's crazy. I, if, if I remember correctly, uh, Jalen Hurts was quarterback number nine this week, mm-hmm. and he went absolutely off. And he was quarterback he was number nine, and he was number nine. That's wild. That just shows how much, t- and that's with. Aaron Rodgers being a zero, like there's just so much talent at the position. If you're dumpster fire diving for for Teddy Bridgewater, you got some serious problems. Or, you know, you're in a super flex that they didn't draft backups in, right? Mm-hmm. There's no situation. I mean, at, at this time last year, we were on the eve of the Justin Herbert breakout. Yep. That's There's none of that here, right? No, no, not not no. with any of these guys. No, maybe Jameis. Okay. Uh, I like Jameis. I think he's going to have a nice season. Okay. Um, so you think that there there's a range of outcomes where he becomes a possible low-end wide uh, quarterback one? Yeah, it could be one, could be two. Volume-wise. He, he definitely yeah. throws a lot of turnovers, and uh, he did have one last week that uh, was not a, a yeah. turnover. I don't know. Yeah, he, got a, he got a freebie. Yeah, he, he got hit normal. Safe hit, and uh, yeah, they're, they're playing flag football. So uh, he got flagged, and uh, the turnover got turned around. So, all right, all right. What about uh? So we we lost, um, we lost Fitz Magic to to an injury, did, which ironically is a mild version of the same injury that Tua had. It's just weird how, with their connection and everything like that. So he's probably going to be out for a half the season or more. And it looks like uh, Taylor Heineke is the man for now, unless, Nick, you think something else might happen. Unless they sign Cam Newton or Trey for uh, Deshaun Watson. Yep. That's well, the only uh, outcomes I can see here. Well, there, there. remember, there's the, the Cam Newton and Ron Rivera connection. So That's why I think Cam Newton has a legitimate possibility to land there. Yeah. Even if, even if he just came to kind of mentor this dude, he won't. You know? He won't do that. It's in his personality. He won't do it, dude. I don't know if you heard this. Newton actually said, and it might just be 
it, it might just be uh, posturing for the microphone afterwards. But he said that if the Patriots gave him the opportunity to be a backup, he would have said yes and taken it. Yeah, but he said that his right. He was already negative. gone, so that might have been to just like make him look stupid, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I I can't take that comment and say he'll be a he'll go backup. I think he'll be. He wants to start, otherwise he's not going to sign. Right. All right. Uh, Sa- Sammy Darnold look look decent. No, not great. no he didn't. No, he didn't. <laughs> that stat line was overplayed. You're, you're, looking, you're, you're looking through some goggles you shouldn't be looking through. He checked down the McCaffrey the whole game. Yeah, and guess what? You get the line, result. He had one good pass to Robbie Anderson because the Jets secondary. I'm not sounding like a salty fan, but I think yeah, the stat yeah, line yeah. was. I am, I, but I think the stat line was inflated. I wouldn't go too crazy on Darnold at all. Okay. He looked a lot better than he did any time with us. No, he didn't. He he hit his own fullback and fumbled the football at the one yard line. <laughs> Same Sam was still there, but with better targets. <laughs> okay, so. I'm going to be Jeff right now and do what I always do and just go with the complete opposite. I'm going straight hater right now. Okay. So in his career with the Jets, he had the lowest percentage of checkdowns in all of the NFL. Right. Mm -hmm. And you just said all he did was check down. Yes. So maybe he's being coached properly now. And maybe yeah. they're using the talents surrounding him properly. And maybe there's just enough result there to, to really get something done and be a productive fantasy quarterback. That's oh, very possible. Very possible. Right? Maybe it wasn't a bailout. And maybe this is how they coached him. Like, look, here's read one. Pop. You got you got the best check down in the league. Give it to him. Let him do it. Right? It's very possible. And the, yeah, defense, gave it to, and the defense gave it to you. So you took what they gave. Yeah, that's all you can do yeah. is all you can do, right? All right, so let, let's uh, let's just take a couple of minutes, nothing too deep, and kind of run through the uh, position by position going into, into week two and see if there's anybody that we really, really like. Uh, my favorite matchup on the high end and running backs is Derrick Henry against Seattle. I, I think if you have an opportunity to try to trade for him, uh, right now is the time because the game flow didn't really co- come his way. He only dropped about 10 PPR points, but the Seattle Seahawks are just a sieve to running backs, and he's probably going to pop off. Um, any uh, Anybody else on the high end uh, off the top of your head that you're interested in? How about Chubb? Chubb? How, about, Chubb? how about Chubb? All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, could, I could get behind Chubb against uh, Houston – who has a notoriously bad – they were actually not that bad last week, but last year they were the worst against the run in all of the NFL, so that might be a good spot. Um, I think uh, uh, your boy Taylor is in a good spot against the Rams, who defend the pass well and are a little little uh, shaky against the run a little bit. Um, and let's see about uh, – what do you call it? Uh Najee Harris against Vegas. Vegas does not run the does not stop the run very well at all. All right. No, no. So it, that might be his opportunity to pop off, and people are going to be down on him. These are all all things to look for in DFS, right? Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon looked really good. I mean, he kind of compiled all of his stats on one shot. Yeah. Uh, but he got the job done, man. That's all that matters. And he has that ability to go go to the house like that on any given play. So I can't fault him for that one bit. All right. 
Anything on the uh, wide receiver? We we were up and down on our wide receiver calls last week. We we gave you Tyler Lockett, and he was he was the stud. Uh, we said that he'd pop off over Metcalf, and it happened. We gave you Ridley, and we fell on our face with that one. It didn't happen. Uh, my takeaway: the Eagles have improved their secondary quite a bit. Where I thought they mm-hmm. were going to be this if. Um, what do you think, uh, Nick? I'm going to go to you on this one. So Debo got a massive, massive uh, target share. Oh yeah, to the point time. where Brandon Ayuk was Brandon Ayuk, right? Well, didn't here's, even here's touch my, the here's ball. My, here's my issue: the 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 49ers beat apparently came out and said that he was learning how to be a pro, and then the 49ers beat came out and said that Trey Sermon was outplayed by Elijah Mitchell all summer. Where the hell were these reports all all preseason? Right. Nowhere. Nowhere reported nothing. It was kind of shocking to see that. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Um, Okay, so what about uh, my guy, Thielen? I got a Thielen. Pretty good. Looking pretty good, and Jay Jeff was uh, not that much. I'm not too worried about either of them. I, I think Thielen obviously is is going to be a solid PPR guy, but Jefferson's still going to be a high-end wide receiver one, right? Mm-hmm. What about my boy uh, Corey Davis? He, uh, I called that one, and he uh, beasted. And he beasted in the second half when, you know, uh, Wilson wasn't run for his life. I think that if they protect him a little better, could improve. They got a good connection. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It, it looked good, man. I, I wish he was in the Macho Quattro, man, in, in, instead of uh, everything else we did. Because yeah. you had, you still had him in your lineup. He just wasn't a core yeah. player. Yeah. So, it, you know, we didn't give it out as, as heavy as we should have. Um, I'd look for Keenan Allen to pop off this week against Dallas. He was kind of quiet this week. I think that's another one that'll come back. Uh, I would be all in on Ridley because against Tampa Bay, they're going to have to throw. You know, they, you got to keep the score up there. So there's a couple of guys that were were on the high end that kind of disappointed last week. Nick, any other wide receivers you got your eye on this week? I want to see the Packers bounce back. Oh yeah, I just want to see how they respond on Monday night. I mean, it's against Detroit in Lambeau, prime time. I think Rod. We'll see. Maybe it's maybe it's all a grand scheme. Maybe Rogers is just back to sabotage. Maybe a season's in jeopardy. You know what I heard? You see what I did there? Nobody laughed. Uh, oh yeah! Ah. <laughs> Happy birthday, Nick. Good one. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, I actually heard, and I don't know if this means anything, but Aaron Rodgers had two games in the last five years where he had under 200 yards and two interceptions, and they're both in the state of Florida. Yeah, interesting. That's a thing. Maybe he hates Florida. He could hate Florida. He hates Florida, man. Maybe it's like something about Mary, and he took over for Brett Favre and, uh, you know, went down to Miami and didn't work out. I don't know. Man bun. Man Man bun. bun. Oh, you're a hater. All right. All right. We already kind of talked about tight ends. Uh, Dude, Darren Waller, man. Holy, <laughs> Holy Jesus crap. But here's the thing, right? What you have to look at is, like I said, you got to look at the other side of the ball and who, who they play. They played Baltimore. Guess who plays Baltimore this week? <laughs> Travis Kelsey. <laughs> oh. oh, 
19 targets in a beast game for for Waller, and now Kelsey gets them this week. So what do you think is going to happen? It's time to eat, Mr. Kelsey. So, uh, Kasiki. Donut. Donut. Yeah, Somebody said this. He can catch passes uh, on the other side of his house, but that's about it. Yeah, he caught one on his head, but there was a penalty on, on, on the play. It came back two targets, no yards, man. Even in tight end premium, that's still a zero. <laughs> Ugly. I'm telling you, man. And it's it it's gonna be even more this week with uh with Fuller Five coming back. Gasicki's not gonna be in the game plan, man. It's not happening. Waddle's gonna come out of the slot. Uh if you're starting Gasicki, you need to look at some other options. I probably would 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 take Troutman over him moving forward. Pains me yeah. to say it, but I, I, I think that's where I'm at. All right. Uh, any any other quarterbacks that kind of jumped out at you this week or that you're looking forward to a bounce back from next week? Um, I mean, bounce back in the second half. I like to see what Zach Wilson can do with protection. That would be nice to see. Poor kid. Yeah. was. Uh, um, ESPN reported it was like seven of eight when he had two and a half seconds to throw the ball. Dude, what a game for Jimmy G, man. I love Jimmy G last week. I think he looked good. He looked yeah. good. Yeah, but I don't think it's going to last long. I know. But still, <laughs> let me enjoy the moment. I like it. Right. Yeah. So, he, Nick, here's the over-under. Ready? Who's yep. going to be the first to play a full game, Fields or Lance? Fields. Yeah? Yeah, Dalton right. looks terrible. All right. I'll, I'll take that. They, and they both saw the field, and they both got they in the box. They both got in the yep. box, too. Yep. Fields had a rushing touchdown. Yeah, and Lance threw for one. Yep. So, all right. So we're, we're saying fields fields before Lance this year. I think so. All right. I, I could dig that. I could dig that. All right. You guys got anything worse. else you want to touch on before we get the hell out of here? I do. I do. I, I had a little bit of a rant real quick. It was gonna be a it was gonna be a happy rant, but uh, we, we skipped it and everything with all the excitement. So um, obviously, um, I we played and you introduced me to it. We played on uh, Owner's Box this week, and if no one knows that really, like, and you don't really know what's going on, it's like Superflex. It's awesome, and it's the only site out there that has a Superflex. Jeff got me all excited for it. Uh, I got a ten dollar free ticket into uh, 11,700 people in there, okay? Now, only no one really knows about it. Only filled 44% of the tournament. Only 5,200 uh, were in there. Yeah. Huge overlay. Uh, I had a $10 free, free ticket, and uh, I was at like $150 going into – the only thing is, after the 4 o'clock games, I was up like $150. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a nice cash – I'm about to catch, and then all of a sudden the 8 o'clock game started. So it's an all-day Sunday game, and I wound up uh, finishing like 66 out of like 5,200 and uh, hit for something, but it was, it was free money. But you guys got to check it out. Owner's Box, uh, you know, Superflex, it's awesome. Yeah, Superflex DFS is fun. I, I didn't I didn't fare so well because I had uh, a little bit of Aaron Rodgers in one of my lineups because oh. some some smart guy I know recommended him as a DFS play last week, uh, and it didn't fall apart. It kind of fell apart, uh, <laughs> but that that's all good. All right, Nick, you got anything else you want to touch on before you go eat some cake? No, I'm going to go to sleep <laughs> and yeah, do my waivers. Too, 
I'm beat. Yeah. All right, guys, we we got a lot going on here. Uh, next up, so waivers starts running tonight. We'll have next up will be Nick with his Stardom Sitem article. What day do we put that out, bro? This Friday morning. Friday morning, somewhere around that same time, late Friday. I'll be releasing my DFS article, which I will be writing in concert with Trader Andy. Friday night, we'll be live on this channel right here at about 9 o'clock, talking through our DFS playbook, which apparently last week it sucked. Right? <laughs> Hashtag we suck. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag we suck. All right, I'll take it, man. You got you to take the good with the bad, man. We had a, we, we had a below average week. Although I didn't lose. I, I broke even. It's just didn't, didn't get there. It didn't get there. It's if you don't get to the process. Yeah, if you don't you don't get to the box, it feels like a loss. But breaking even is part part of the process as well. All right, so we got a lot going on. Please, guys, as always, if you're watching us on YouTube, take the five seconds and hit that subscribe button no matter where else you're watching us. Smash that like and spread the word. We got big things going on. Uh, we're real excited about, and we're giving up all of our sleep to provide the best content we possibly can for you. Don't forget also, please, we got Rally for Reed coming up on October 2nd. We're raising money for this amazing young man and his family. It's scrolling along the bottom if you're watching. It's Venmo, please, to at hello, my name is Reed, R-E-E-D. Please, guys, like I said, the amount of time that you spend putting your lineups in or your waiver claims in you could have donated a dollar to this amazing family and helped them out i'm at i'm jeff trella at j trella 20 that guy over there at amac 22 nj the birthday boy in the in the bottom over there at and mimi trevor thanks for all you do this has been the stack attack fantasy podcast trevor take us out thanks for everything guys peace out See fit. Come on, give me a break. I just need some sleep.